0: Good afternoon,
1: everyone. Welcome to The Power of Young People to Change the World. I'm your host, Amy Muirs, and I'm here every Thursday on Voice America Empowerment Radio, where, we're, where we discuss, um, explore how young people are using their ideas, creativity, and passion to shape a better world and how educators are utilizing the power of service learning to redesign education. You know, as I was preparing for today's show, I came to the realization that this is our 20th episode. I can't tell you how fortunate I feel to have this opportunity to meet youth and adults from across the globe who are making such a positive impact in their communities. We started this show so that youth could feel connected to other young people who are passionate about making the world a better place by addressing issues like climate change, education inequity, poverty, mental health, peace building, and so many more um, topics that we've covered. We also wanted to inspire educators with stories of youth acting as change agents and to be that place where they could gain practical advice on how to partner with youth and how to incorporate service learning into their classrooms, into the after-school programs, into homes. Um, So if you're just joining us for the first time as a listener, welcome. If you've been around since the beginning, I thank you. And I truly hope that everyone walks away with inspiration, connection, and learning in each and every show. Today, I'm so excited to welcome two amazing young leaders from the California Association of Student Councils. Joining me is Michelle Kim, the state president, and she is from Portola High School. And we also have Mina Lee, the state vice president from, and she's from John Marshall High School. Um, Thank you guys so much for being on the show today. Um, I'm so excited to get to know you and to hear your stories. Um, Before we jump in and talk about the California Association for Student Councils, I would love for you to share more about who you are So would you introduce yourselves to our listeners um, and just share um, what you guys like to do in your free time? Michelle, how about we start with
2: you? Yes, of course. Thank you so much for inviting us on, Amy. I didn't know that this was the 20th episode, but now we feel so special. (laughs) So. Yeah, my name is Michelle. Like Amy said, my pronouns are she, her. I currently serve as a state president and I live in Orange County, California. So a little bit about me. I work primarily in the field of education policy and legislation change and um, student representation in local government. So right now I'm a student representative for my school district. um, And some topics I've advocated for before include like accessibility measures for disabled student um, as a disabled student myself um, and mental health wellness support. I love learning about different languages and I have a super cute dog named Barney. He's a Shih Tzu. He's eight years old and he is adorable. So napping with him is probably my favorite hobby.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I also have um, have dogs. Um, Mine are Welsh Corkies, so um, we can bond over our puppies later.
2: (laughs) Oh, yes, definitely.
1: (laughs) Mina, how about you?
2: Yeah, for
3: sure. Hi everyone. I'm Mina Lee and my pronouns are she, her. Like um, Amy said, I'm a senior at John Marshall High School, which is located in Los Angeles, California. And just like Michelle, I work mostly work in the education policy field and to increase student engagement in this um, particular area. And I've advocated for mental health and reproductive justice through proposals with our organization. And some fun facts about myself is that I'm the oldest of five children and during my free time I usually read books recommended on TikTok, watch shows or go to my local coffee shop. And yeah.
1: Um, oldest of five. Um I yeah, I'm yeah. the oldest of five children. That's <laughs> it's a lie. It's a yeah, lie. I'm I'm actually the fourth of five.
2: So I'm the fourth out of five daughters. So it's kind of Mina and I are pretty similar in
1: a lot of ways. Mm, I hear that. That's awesome, um, Michelle. I would love for you to talk about um, the California Association of Student Councils. Kind of, can you give us a an overview of who's involved, what you do, what's your mission? Absolutely. So this might be a little long because
2: the organization itself, I definitely can't describe it in just a few seconds. but So bear with me. But um, CASC stands for the California Association of Student Councils. We're a 501c3 nonprofit founded in 1947 by the California Department of Education and the Association of California School Administrators. So that's two really big bodies in the education system. Um, We're student-run and student-led, which is really cool. Um, That's how I'm serving as state president. And we have a specific focus on leadership development and education policy and legislation change. Uh, Since we were kind of born by the Department of Education, we represent the 6.3 million students in California formally to the California Board of Education and the California Senate and Assembly Joint Committee on Education. So our mission statement is kind of related to what we are, of course, um, but A little bit of it is that we provide leadership development for elementary, middle and high school students and their advisors in California and also across the world through peer training. So we advocate for the youth, provide an avenue for the expression of student views and empower young people. So that's our overall um, mission statement. And one little thing that I think is kind of cool is um, we... We actually are not restricted to California itself. We've had conferences in Pakistan, China, Russia, Brazil, South Africa, Japan. We It's kind of cool because we're That's the California amazing. Association, but um, our leadership curriculum and all of that stuff um, it's kind of applicable anywhere to all youth internationally, regardless of where they are or how old they are or anything like that. Um, we also have partner organizations in China and Russia. So sometimes at our conferences, we'll have like um, partners from across the world. I think that's really cool. Um, but our main work is within the California education system.
1: That's absolutely amazing. And what an opportunity to connect with young people globally. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's phenomenal. Um, Mina, how did you become involved in CASC? And- this is Yeah, go for it. Oh, I was just going to say, and um, what made you want to be part of the organization?
3: This is one of my favorite stories to tell. And I think it's definitely applicable to right now because it was, I actually found out about this organization through a radio show just like this, but in Korean. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) I love talking about this story. So um, my mom heard about this organization through a Korean radio show Um, While picking, while on her way to pick me up from middle school, and when she she heard about one of our annual conferences and got me to sign up after hearing, after I did a little bit more research about the leadership opportunities and advocacy opportunities, which were like fields that I was starting to get really interested in, in back in middle school. And I stayed with this organization because of how inspired I was by the conversations I've had and the support I received. Like uh, Michelle said, all of our conferences, all of our events are student-run, student-led meeting, meaning that when I got to the hotel for the conference, the people that I met there were all high school students. They're all (laughs) sophomores, juniors, seniors. And I didn't know this until I got there. And they were really supportive. They were really inspiring. They helped me become a lot more educated about fields such as poverty, mental health, our reproductive justice and just the education system in overall and i was just so empowered by that and i just fell in love with cask from then on i also just stayed with this organization because of the opportunities that it p- provides not only to myself but to students all across the state and eventually like Michelle said across the globe and I want really wanted to be the person on the giving side of this inspirational conversations mm-hmm. with the high school um, with younger folks now
1: that's amazing um, it's so exciting that that you know, you get connected and then you don't even realize that it's youth-led or student-led until you're there. And then that, how that all comes to be. And the fact that you learned about it from a radio show. So maybe you'll get some more members because of this. We're really <laughs> hoping, hoping we will. That's, that's awesome. so, such that's, okay. that's a goal. That's definitely that's awesome. So Michelle, I want to know what types of policy is CAS working on? Like, and what impact, um, have you had or are you hoping to have?
2: Yeah, so that's a huge part of our organization. I would say roughly half of our work is centered around leadership and around a half is about different kinds of policy, legislation, advocacy. Um, And actually the stuff that we work on changes every single legislative cycle uh, because like Mina said, we're student-run, student-led and students change every year, right? Some students Mm -hmm. graduate, some students come in. uh, And because we get those ideas and proposals from the students themselves, uh, we present them to the board, uh, either the board of education, the California Board of Education, or the um, Senate and Assembly Joint Committee on Education, and we see if like, we can get any authors or any kind of potential support. But also something really important is that I'm not actually the one behind the policy work that CASC does. Um, All of that would definitely go to our governmental affairs and policy director, Kathleen Hsu, and our education policy director, Stephanie Hu. Um, Those two girls are the ones, like the powerhouses behind all of our policy and making sure youth are represented at the governmental level. Um, And I forgot to explain a little bit about how CASC works, but essentially we're a state council. So I and Mina, Mina and I lead a state council of approximately 24 members who essentially represent all of all of California in each of those. um, Well, we have 12 region presidents, which Mina leads, and then we have executive directors who leads things more on the state side, um, statewide side, like our governmental affairs and policy or GAP director, Catherine and uh, education policy, uh, Stephanie. So it's kind of like a dual system where half of us like the state council, are working throughout the state to engage more people at the local level. Those are our region presidents. And then half of us are working um, as an organizational kind of support for all of those regions and also making sure that we're very connected to the government and that we're connected to uh, more statewide officials. So I would say some of the most notable pieces we've worked on, um, a lot of it, is, is kind of old now because we've made change since 19, 1947. Wow. Uh, but right now, I would say Catherine has been working really hard on AB 46. So that's Assembly Bill 46, um, the Youth Empowerment Act, which Cask actually presented during one of our conferences. So it's kind of crazy to think that we come in well you could come into a conference not knowing anything about government and then like the next legislative cycle after we found an author and all like the huge process of government actually have it turned into a law like it's it's really really remarkable to see that happen especially if um that those people who who are supporting and writing and proposing these things have never really had that kind of like knowledge or any kind of experience before because I think it kind of instills the power that you can make a difference and that you you will make a difference um, if a little bit of luck and with a little bit of opportunity comes your way. So we have a bunch more that we're working on but again we're not completely sure um, if they'll get passed or not obviously um, just like any adult lobbyer we we have to find <laughs> we have to scurry for support yep. uh, from politicians and things like that uh, but but we do get a lot of things passed. And the fact that we are the ones making the change, not the adults, it's it's really phenomenal.
1: How powerful. Um, we do have to take a, que- uh, a quick pro- uh, break. And then when we return, we'll continue our conversation um, with the California Association of Student Councils. So stay with us on the power of young people to change the world. We'll be right back.
0: Lc.org to learn more today you are listening to the power of young people to change the world with amy muirs to find out more about amy and the national youth leadership council please visit nylc.org now back to the show Welcome back everyone. If you're just joining us, I'm
1: here today with the president and vice president of the California Association of Student Councils, Michelle and Mina. And before break, um, Michelle um, was really sharing the structure of CASC and what that looks like. And so I'm really curious, Michelle, what does your role look like as state president and kind of what have you been able to do in that role?
2: Yeah, so I'll talk a little bit about what I do, and then I'll talk a little bit more about what the organization does. But as state president, I lead the state council, which I previously mentioned are the 24 students that collectively run the organization. By no means are tw- is 24, like the entirety of the organization. We actually have 300 plus members officially and then many more unofficially. Um, but. As state president, I lead the state council, which in turn leads everyone else. Um, I also serve as a primary representative for organizational purposes, so things that represent Cask as a whole, I would go um, and do that. I also help oversee the thirty plus ish, more or less, conferences that we have annually, alongside Nina, and um, that's really cool. Just because there's there's a lot of stuff that I do, but I I don't. I don't really know how to say it without incorporating everyone else because everyone is so interconnected. There is absolutely no way that I could say like, Oh, this is only, like this is an only me thing because so many other people are interconnected. So, um, Speaking about that, I'll talk a little bit more about the organization itself. Uh, so right now we have 12 regions. Um, they're geographic regions in California based on the number of students um, at the county level. So currently I'm in Orange County and we're our own region because we're region 10, region 10, amen. Uh, but we're our own region because we have a lot of students here. And same with L.A. County. L.A.'s region nine. They have their own uh, region there. And then region one is all the way in the north and region 12 is down in the south near San Diego. Uh, so we have our 12 region presidents who run uh, their region cabinets, which are kind of like the grassroots level of state council. Um, they each have corresponding um, directors. So at the state level on my executive cabinet, there's different di- like directors, like the development director who manages money and the outreach director who helps with marketing. Um, and then at the region level, there there's that too. So I actually just started out as a member. And I'm sure Mina will talk a little bit more about how she started as well. She has actually a very much longer history than me. But I started out as a member in freshman year. And then I was really interested in what the organization did. And that was around the time where I started to wonder about what my passions were. And I, I really liked it. So Cask was something of interest. Um, so I kind of went into it as I progressed on to sophomore year, um, I became region secretary, which was pretty cool. We had so many snacks at the region meetings and then I liked it more. uh, So I became a region president so I could control what snacks were at the meeting. It was all about the food for you. I
1: mean, of course, other stuff, (laughs)
2: like of course, legislation
1: is important, but also snacks get people in the room. We can just admit it. It It really does. does. The right snacks draws the right people. Exactly.
2: And I thought as region president I would have executive decision over the (laughs) snacks that is perfect that's great for me yeah and then um, in February 2020 I was elected as state president and now if I wanted to I could decide the snacks for all 12 regions so yeah don't be
1: a dictator when it comes to snacks I know I I obviously
2: can't do that because (laughs) I'm I don't even I don't even know what the preferences of like region 12 versus region four are like there's (laughs) I think that's another thing I think through this organization I kind of realized how big California is because in other states you drive a couple hours and you're in another state but California you drive for like 12 hours and you're still in the same state (laughs) with the same jurisdiction and the same education system and that's kind of why CASC is so important because we're bringing everyone together through the power of what leadership and snacks and everything else important. So yep. that is a little bit more about Cask.
1: That's amazing. I've always thought of California as its own country. Really, mm-hmm. when you think about mm-hmm. the size and um, how many people are part it's of huge. that, it's huge. Some states don't even have six point three million people. Um, most we have 6.3 states, six point three million students. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the. I'm from the Midwest, so hey. <laughs> yeah. Mina, how about your role as vice president? Um, how do you come into Cask and and become vice president? And what kind of skills and and um, work have you been able to put to, um, into play?
3: Yes, for sure. So, like Michelle said, I do have a little bit of like one or two years longer of experience with cast than Michelle. Um, I came in, like I said, earlier in the earlier segment, I came in as a middle schooler after hearing a radio show just like this. Um, as a vice president currently, I support Michelle um, when it comes to making executive decisions for the organization. I, um, I also help Michelle manage the entire state council. We kind of just inter, um, ask each other questions and make sure everything, everyone and everything is going smoothly, and making sure all the snacks are in place, of course. <laughs> and I primarily oversee our local ep- our efforts of advocacy by um, managing or providing resources to the 12 region presidents that are part of the state council. So um, I personally like to think that when it comes to snacks, I do have a little bit more of an input than Michelle for our 12 regions. Um, and Michelle said, I also started out like a, m- a member, just like her. I went to my first conference in 2018, became region outreach director, then the region vice president slash president. And alongside Michelle, I was elected as state vice president on February 2020. As for skills that I've developed, I definitely have developed team management, outreach or marketing, and learned so much about our education system and our policies, um, what, for our team management, I am basically the leader of the state side um, of a state branch of our state council. And I, every day I have at least two to three region presidents texting me asking like, you mm-hmm. know, how do I do this? Or Mina, yes. um, how should I, how should I write, a, write out a letter or like an email? And I feel like definitely my experience as a region cabinet member myself um, as a lo- someone who has been a local officer, um, I'm able to provide them answers and um, direct them to certain resources. And just to give a little bit more insight about our regional cabinets, our 12 region presidents each have their own cabinets. So we have a region vice president, region outreach director, governmental affairs and policies director, development directors, and they have their own committees. So um I my cabinet last year was actually around 24 people, just like state council. And it varies from region to region, of course, but that's why we definitely like to mention that CASC isn't just led primary led by state council and state council only. We are definitely an organization that is supported by our
1: local um by our local, by everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. That's awesome. And I think just as a reminder, and just so people know, like, again, when we're talking about policy directors and all of these positions, you guys are talking about, we're talking about student-led positions so oh yes just, absolutely I mean, these are all that high loud schoolers like, yeah just oh yes that I... out loud again just to reinforce that that you know when we're talking about a state-level policy director we're talking about a, a young person sitting yeah. in that role <laughs> so mm-hmm. just wanted to underscore that so <laughs> it's, it's, it's so funny
2: because during some of our conferences you'll just see us like it's just a horde of high schoolers and some middle schoolers mixed in too we're all in business professional and we're all like looking at policy proposals and legislation that we want to talk about and we're we're doing important stuff and then right after we we're talking about how we have our next stats quiz
1: like it's <laughs> it's it's so crazy and so amazing that's and what i think everyone needs to be able to experience so it's just the work you guys are doing is phenomenal. I'm wondering, Michelle, is there, are there any special projects that you can talk about anything exciting that you're, um, kind of in the horizon that you're looking forward to? Yes, absolutely. I, I,
2: I'm so excited. Um, We have our first statewide conference coming up. We have four annual statewide conferences, um, but this is going to be from October 30th to November 1st through Zoom. So uh, because it's a statewide conference, we don't want to have People have to fly in all over and we want to make sure accessibility is still um, open for everyone. Um, it's, it's called the Student Advisory Board on Education. And this is where we present student-made proposals to the State Board of Education. And we also help select the student board member on the Board of Education who, and California is one of the very few states that have mm-hmm. a full, fully functional and acting student board member. So the fact that we we get to help that process and that one of us will become the student board member for a year is is really really cool to me um I would like to add a little disclaimer a lot of people might be a little bit scared when they hear that word like policy or legislation they're like I don't know anything about law I'm not even interested in law I don't even know what the government is but I would like to say before my first SABE so the student advisory board on education is called SABE before my first save, I had no idea we even had a state government. It is pretty embarrassing, but I did not even know we had California senators and assembly people. I only really knew about the federal ones. Mm-hmm. So I really had no idea what was going on. And within the span of like 4 days, I was writing I was helping to write a full-on proposal for a piece of policy. So What I'm trying to say is that no experience at all is necessary. The only thing that we really need from you is the will to participate and the will to learn. Um, It it doesn't matter how much you already know. It really matters how much you're willing to know because we'll teach you. And then as you as you gain your own experience, you'll you'll be able to research on your own. And eventually, if you if you stick around long enough, you might even see some of those like projects that you started working on when you were like a freshman. And as like a sophomore or junior, you might see them actually come to your school. Like one time I was I was just using the school bathrooms at my school um, and I saw like a sexual harassment um, poster like it was detailing the district sexual advice harassment policies. And I was like, didn't. didn't someone talk about that like last year at Safe? And then I looked it up, and yes, it was a law that was passed. So I just randomly came upon, like, I randomly came upon a piece of change that we had for the entire school system from the bottom up. Like that was that's really amazing. cool to me.
1: Yeah, that's because, amazing. You see it from from beginning to end, or you can see yeah, the impact I really that do. it has in your in right in your own school building. Yeah.
2: And it's, it's really, really interesting to see the people, like the, the delegates uh, we call our members, delegates, whoever attends the conference delegates. um, It's so amazing to see them just light up because I don't think a lot of teens realize that they have this much power to create change. All we need to do is give them some information and give them some uh, opportunity and Cask is the avenue for that. And one more thing, registration is still open. Um, so if any of that sounds interesting at all to you or anyone you know, maybe you're a parent, maybe you're a teacher, I highly, highly recommend you checking out www.cask.net slash S-A-B-E, SABE. So it doesn't matter how much experience they have. All it matters is that they could be interested and that they're willing to come. Um, It's open to any high school or middle school student in California, and you can find more details there, Um, but it's going to be very, very fun. And I'm going to be there. Same with Mina. So if you'd like to meet us, please come. And they'll have great snacks. Yes, Um, we we will.
1: (laughs) Virtually, but we will. (laughs) Virtually, but hey, um, we do have to take another quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to continue this amazing conversation. So stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: to learn more today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to the power of young people to change the world with Amy Muirs. To find out more about Amy and the National Youth Leadership Council, please visit nylc.org. Now back to the show. So welcome back, everyone. Um,
1: again, uh, Mina, Michelle, I just want to thank you guys for being here today. Um, I'm really excited and engaged in this conversation because um, I just, I think youth um, not only need a seat at the table, they need a voice at the t- at the table. And so it's great to hear the impact that you guys are having across California. And as I was thinking about that, um, Mina, I was wondering what you've learned about the youth, the young people in California, like what issues are, are they wrestling with or, or bringing um, to the table? And what are some of the insights you have around um, the the students across California?
3: Yes, for sure. So just to reiterate, where I'm from, I'm from Los Angeles Koreatown. I've always been with LA Unified School District, the, like the second biggest school district in the in the nation. And I did not have much insight into world outside of Los Angeles, and did not really have any kind of exposure to anyone. That any, any high school students outside of California, I mean, outside of Los Angeles, unless they were a family friend or, and even then, I would never talk about topics like this with them. Um, but however, through our conferences from 2018 to now, I can confidently say I was able to meet at least 200 students at the very, very
2: least. Yes, probably Throughout like California. more than 400 I yeah
3: probably I haven't I haven't ever added up the numbers but it would probably be more than four hundred and every time I meet a student that can, comes to one of our conferences I am blown away I am so inspired by the conversations and the ideas that we're able to share with each other. Um, being a part of the education system is the one common experience that youth of any youth of this country share. And especially in California, when we're under the same education system, um, we all see and experience school in a daily basis. And we all have issues we want change within our education system. And I feel like I didn't know, at least, and I know a lot of my peers at, in L.A. don't know that um, there is an avenue for our voices to be heard, for an avenue for our, for change to be made. And the people that come to these conferences either like Michelle and I come in and not knowing anything and leave empowered or they come in knowing the change they want to see and it's such a beautiful thing to see like being seeing people learn from each other and be like be exposed to more experiences outside of their own district outside of their own schools like an example i didn't know um other districts had only like some other districts only had one or two high schools. I thought every other school uh, school district had like 200, 600 like schools like LA Unified. And although there is definitely a difference in experience, um, I feel like we are all under the umbrella of education and being able to talk about a common experience um, is such a wonderful thing to see. And all the people that i've met through task were very passionate about talking about this. Um they were very passionate about mental health is also uh, sustainability, reproductive justice, um reform of like suspension or policies within their schools and their districts and the education system. And it's always always a great and great learning experience for me whether i'm a counselor or a just a delegate attending the conference.
1: That's amazing. It sounds like, um, as much as you've impacted the young people around you, they've impacted you just the same. So most definitely. <laughs> um, so Michelle, speaking of impact, what impact do you hope Cask will have? Like as the president, where do you hope, what kind of impact do you want to see in your term?
2: So in my term, um, Speaking as Cask president, I would say that the goal of the organization would be to. I when I became president, I set three goals. Um, it was accessibility, accountability, and uh, diversity. So it's it's really important for me that we we as an organization work towards those goals, but also just as a general member for Cask, I think. The most important thing that we can do is lift up ourselves and the people directly around us. That's honestly what Cask aims to do um, with each individual person that comes to our organization, whether it be for just one conference or for their entire lives. Because we have adults who have kids who come to Cask now um, and we have a whole alumni network. It's so cool. Um it's, it's really important to know from the start that you can make a change and instill that confidence, instill that empathy, leadership, everything else that really matters. And then hopefully make sure that it lasts because all these people who want to make a positive change, there's a lot of difficulties in that. Obviously, in today's society, it's, it's really difficult to, to be super optimistic all the time about how much change you can make. But I think... As long as we're instilling confidence and that kind of empowerment in at least one person, at least just yourself, all of that together will truly make a difference. And I that's all I could hope that Cask would do for, for all of our
1: students. That's amazing. Um and very powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I was thinking about um the pandemic, and and miss and Mina, I'm wondering has the pandemic affected your work? Um, have you had to adapt conferences or leadership training or th- how you're working through CASC? Or have you guys always been virtual?
3: Um, we're most definitely have been impacted by the pandemic. Um, in a normal in-person setting, we would traditionally be in Sacramento for safe and Sable for our policy, um, per, um, policy conferences. And for our leadership conferences, we would either be at UCSB, UC Santa Barbara, or a- uh, an hotel in Los Angeles or Irvine. But after the pandemic, we have definitely shifted to a virtual setting. Um, and although we have shifted to a virtual setting, um, one thing that hasn't changed is the members and these students and the delegates that come to our conference, um, conferences. One thing that hasn't changed with all of us um, is that we still have the passion for the work we do. Um, so all of our conferences, although we are um, both statewide and local, have shifted to an online setting. Um, we've definitely been able to adapt all our programming to Zoom. Um, like for example, if we were in person, we would use multiple posters and really good smelling Mr. Sketch markers. Oh yes, but, yeah, of course. Yes, there yeah, it's those. an item. It's an item <laughs> of cast conferences. Mina, talk uh, about
2: the mixers.
3: Oh my gosh, the mixers. <laughs> we do, we have these chants or mixers that we do to bond our delegates when we have free time or when before our conferences. And it's like summer de- camp stuff. Yes, yeah. Yes. It's definitely a summer camp thing that we do for all of our conferences. And it's, we sound insane. Like we're just like screaming and chanting about little bunnies in the woods that are knocking at our doors. If you're from CASC listening in right now, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's definitely an experience. And although definitely being on a Zoom setting doesn't give the same, um, it's not the same energy being on a Zoom screen, listening to people across the screen, chanting about your red wagon's axle being broken. But um, definitely I—it's a it was a difficult shift. And I feel like our predecessors, the state council before that, that were serving us as, as the pandemic was hitting that first hit um, I think that we were we as tasks uh, were able to ma- maintain the quality of our proposals and projects even in our online setting and still make the same impact.
1: Well that's wonderful yeah the engagement through Zoom or whatever virtual platform you're using is is hard and you're right you you definitely miss the smelly markers um, we use oh, those yes. in all of our trainings as well oh yes oh. <laughs> yeah and online energizers yeah they're just, <laughs> or mixers as you guys call them yeah they they can be a challenge <laughs> mina i'm wondering um, also what's kind of been the most rewarding part of your work on the state council
3: I, this is actually a great question to write, ask me right after this because I started to be a counselor because, like I said, student-run, student-led. Uh, all of our counselors, counselors are high school students, and I don't think I could list all of my rewarding experiences, like what I've received and what I've given to others, um, but to list a few, however... Uh, making connections and becoming friends with students across various parts of the state, seeing students become inspired by the work we do at our conferences and being empowered by the delegates and my colleagues is definitely like the most um, the most rewarding things I can talk about off the top of my head. And why I talked about the counselorship earlier was that one memorable event from this summer actually was during Our summer camp on Zoom. I had a middle school student approach me um, during our one of our general sessions, and she spoke about how I was her counselor for a local staff. This is a middle school student. She was telling a story about how she really, really loved like having that experience with me at our local conference over Zoom, and that inspired her. Inspired her to come to summer camp. And although she is a middle schooler, she wants she was just very passionate about speaking about how she wants to continue with the organization. And it was such a rewarding, like rewarding moment for me because that was me four to five years ago. Mm -hmm. I was a person telling these counselors, you are amazing. Like I learned so much from you and I want to be like you and hearing about this student that is telling me that she wants to be like me and she was so happy that I was her counselor, it was it kind of felt like I came a full cycle with my experience with Cask. And although it's not done yet, I definitely, it was such a memorable moment. And it it definitely is changed the way I view young people, with youth and my state, because to be frank, until I became acquainted with Cask. I didn't know anything about policy or our education system and the fact that our organization is completely student-run, student-led speaks volumes because students in California want to make change within our communities and are actively doing that. And seeing that every day is such, such an experience for me.
1: What an amazing story. And that idea of coming full circle and, and, and you know, lifting up a young person, um, who is looking up to you. That's amazing. Um, we do have to take one last quick break. And then when we come back, we'll hear some final reflections from our guests today. So stay with us and the power of young people to change the world. And remember, you can follow the show on social media at nylc.org or find us at NYLC.org. We'll be right back.
0: Visit nylc.org to learn more today. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. listening to The Power of Young People to Change the World with Amy Muirs To find out more about Amy and the National Youth Leadership Council, please visit nylc.org. Now back to the show. In our final few minutes together, I would love to hear
1: a final thought from each of you um, that you'd like to share with our listeners, a piece of advice, something you hope they'll consider about participating in civic life, Um, Mina, how about we start with you? Yes, definitely.
3: Um, Just speaking to the students, be the change you want to see. Like, I cannot emphasize this enough. Take up opportunities to become involved and educate yourself. Create change. To create change both internally and externally, you need to be proactive. It's a huge life lesson I learned through this organization. And I just want to reemphasize that I was also a student that didn't know anything. I mean it when I say I didn't know anything, Um, and I didn't know all of this, all of this policy work, all of these leadership skills until I became involved and took up opportunities that were offered to me. And I really encourage those of you listening right now. Think of this as your chance to take up an opportunity, just like how I did, and become. And Find ways to be involved with your community and find what you're passionate about. Um, And another thing I wanted to talk about is to our administration, administrators, teachers or any adults listening in. If you're hearing this and if you can think of students that, you know, like sounds someone, something like anything like me or Michelle and I. You should recommend this organization to them. We would really love to see your students. We would love to see um, your children at our conferences. And please um, just recommend this, just the way my mom recommended this organization to me. And this, and look how I turned out. Like I feel like I'm <laughs> I'm having so much fun right now doing the things I like and talking about the things I like. And of course, register for our conference, save, save one yes. Um, you can find them on our website, www.cast.net. Another thing I wanted to mention is that we do um, give out scholarship for those of you who cannot um, afford our conferences. I'm also a low-income student my, myself, and these I've always had a scholarship to go to our conferences, and these help so much. So if you are worried about the cost, don't worry. We got you. Just sign up with our scholarship and we will get you to our conferences. We want every we don't want financial or geographical um, stru- um struggles obstruct you from being able to take up opportunities. And lastly, I would love to shout out to our state council and our regional local officers. You all are as I uh, my region nine cabinet knows is you guys are the engine. You guys are the oil. You guys are the wheels of this organization. And I cannot express how thankful I am to know each and every single one
1: of you and be able to work alongside you. That's awesome. Um, What an amazing um, tribute to the people that you work with and a true sign of a good leader um, when they understand that they really leading isn't, um, Leading is just part of the picture. Um, Michelle, same question to you. Final thoughts, something you want people to remember um, that they walk away with from the show today.
2: Yeah. So honestly, Mina covered a lot, but what I would say is that everyone that you respect, everyone that you look up to, it's I think a lot of people don't realize how much power they have within them to make that change. And even if it's not super drastic, like obviously probably like hopefully none of us are going to become president in like within the next week um (laughs) but it it doesn't matter if you're changing the world through picking up a piece of trash or like starting these huge organizations it it really doesn't because as long as you know you're doing your best to improve and you have that mentality that you you can make a change it will happen no matter how slow or no matter how long it takes um and I'd really like to, I've, of course, I'm going to sound biased because I am president, but CASC has taught me so much, not just about like the education system and leadership, but about who I am as a person, who what I like, what my values are. And also given me so many chances to interact with different perspectives. Mm. Um, I think even if you're not interested in any form of government or law or anything like that, if you're a student, you go to school, that means you have a link to education. You have the power to change your own life so please use cask as an avenue for that we would love to have you there um and honestly if there's anything that if there's anything there's if there's one last thing that i could tell you it's it's to start today it's it don't wait till tomorrow just start
3: yeah. today i just do it you know it's just like, just like your essay it's just like the essay that's being waited to be turned in just start today
2: yeah. And if it's a little hard, it's okay. Why don't you, why don't you join our cast cabinet and we'll give you a snack and then you can start after that. <laughs> you'll have some more energy
1: Yeah, I'm and curious. you'll have
2: a lot of encouragement. That's
1: awesome. I'm curious. Um, if, do either of you see a future in, po- like in politics and is that something that you're thinking about now and maybe hadn't considered it before?
2: Absolutely. So I I didn't really like I said I didn't really know what um what I what I wanted to pursue obviously and I still don't really know um, all I know is that government is is a really powerful way to make a change at least for me and my work sets like work skill sets so through CASK and having made changes already I see the power that lies within like the boundaries of political science and like communications and representation and all of that. And also that all these social justice things, like I, I don't have to be just passionate about them. I can truly work with them and I could definitely see myself having a future in it. Amazing.
1: Mina, how about you?
3: I am definitely, I just agree. Whatever Michelle said, like all of what Michelle said is it, I think that everything I've learned with um, Cask and all the knowledge I've been able to um, maintain, like, gain from the youth that I work with, it's going to stay with me. I don't think it's ever going to go anywhere. And um, I am definitely, I guarantee you that I will somehow find my way back in this field, even if I do take a step away for a year or two. So I don't know any specifics of my after high school plans just yet, um, but I definitely do think everything I've learned and everything, um, everything I gained won't just be sitting here within me. It's definitely going to be used and um, kept polished.
2: Yeah. One, one last thing though. It like, again, like I said, I want to emphasize, you don't have to be interested in political science. All you have yeah. to be interested in is making a change. Definitely.
1: And- Yep. And we get that done. Um, we make real change when we can affect policy. And you guys are doing such an amazing job. Um, Michelle, Mina, I just want to thank you both so much for joining me today. Thank you for, for having us. For skipping, Definitely. Thank for you. skipping class to be oh, on Oh no, show. you don't have to thank us for that. <laughs>
3: yeah. We're the ones that should be thanking you, to be honest. <laughs> to be frank, we should be thanking
1: you. Well, you know, thank you to the Sorry, teachers Mr. for letting is. Yeah, thank you Ms. to the Fah, teachers for letting listening. them be on the show. Thank we you. We really appreciate Fah. it. <laughs> um, if you want to learn more about the California Association of Student Councils, check out their website at cast, that's dot net, and you or you can just always contact me um, for more information about today's show or questions that you have for our guests. Email me at infoinfo.org. No. I-N-F-O at NYLC.org. <laughs> um, again, I want to thank you guys for being here today. I want to thank our listeners. If you missed the beginning of today's show or would like to access prior shows, visit our homepage on the Voice of America Empowerment Radio or download the podcast from any of your favorite podcast apps. Next Thursday, we're going to take a deep dive into getting started with service learning. So joining me will be the founder of Innovagis and a service learning expert, Shira Wolf Cohen. So join me at six o'clock Eastern to hear some practical advice and some great stories. Um, And until next week, again, mark your calendars, six o'clock Eastern, and always join us as we serve, learn, change the world. See you next week.
0: Thank you for tuning in this week to The Power of Young People to Change the World. Your host, Amy Muirs, will return for another program next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we'll serve, learn, change the world.